Bulls Gold is delivered to you via the Barroom Network, now in its seventh year of providing podcasts about Chicago sports, movies, and more. Make sure to subscribe to the Barroom Network for free and easy downloads of its programming. And visit its merchandising store at deepdishtees.com to purchase t-shirts, hoodies, and mugs. Now, on with the show. Barroom Network. I am Edward Shula, joined as always by Salim Sadawala. Salim, how are you doing today, man? Good. I'm doing great. It's been a minute. Um, yes. A lot going on in my life in particular just because I'm moving and a lot of things to kind of uh, organize. So it's hard to hard to get on the mic and, and try to open yeah. up the schedule. And I know you've been going yeah. through some things in your life too. So it's been yeah. hard to like link up that schedule. Right. For us get on the mic and talk about this team and you know a lot while a lot's been going on a lot also hasn't changed much <laughs> in the standings for the bulls um but yeah it's good yeah. to get back on and try to get our thoughts in on, on everything that's happening yeah the uh the bulls are perfectly squarely mediocre and with that uh, comes uh, <laughs> it, it, you when you're a mediocre team, you can lose to the what's their record nine and forty nine Pistons, <laughs> and then you can beat the thirty eight and twenty Cavaliers on a back to back. Right? This yeah, <laughs> that bizarre, bizarre team. Like, and you know, I, I joked in the DMs with some people that the Bulls have given. The Pistons like twenty two percent of their wins this year. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. uh, <laughs> and then like you said, you know they they got a tough win against the Cavs, and prior to that, they had a really nice road win against the Pelicans. Yeah, it's it's a. I mean, they're they're an enigma of a team. They're one of those like teams that are just they have they have good things going for it. I think I think the consensus on these amongst most people on Bulls fandom is I think the team is fun to root for when you look at the individual players. Mm -hmm. I think even Billy's doing the best he can with the hand he's dealt. It's just this front office (laughs) that hasn't really helped them. Like they're, they're, they're injured. They're riding on high minutes. Like DeMar, it looks like Kobe's already hit a wall from basically being like a lead league, like the second highest minutes in the league. Mm. Um, and that's only behind DeMar, I think, or one, one or two. They're like one or two. I can't remember exactly. They both look worn out. I mean, the no, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And I think DeMar is just a wet vet that knows how to, to play those like, yeah, because he's been going. through it. I right. think this is like a new thing for Kobe. So he's kind of learning and he's kind of hit the wall because of, these heavy minutes, uh, just, his legs just look tired. Like if you look at his shooting, is is in a rough stretch right now. So yeah, they, yeah. I mean, like 
like I said, there's bright spots to look at with some of the young players and yeah. and, and and the things that are happening. Yeah, this seemed. It's a shame that the front office did nothing to support this team <laughs> at the trade deadline. Really, they haven't done a whole lot to support this team in a while. And it's really just been the bare minimum overall that they've been doing. And I don't know. Here we are. So I, we've been, I think for you, you've, you've been a long proponent of the margins winning on the margins and like years back, I think we had a show where you were wondering when AK was going to start winning on the margins. And I, I think we, as much as we have shit on the front office and they deserve it because they have really done the bare minimum. They've done nothing with this team to make them more competitive or to increase their chances of uh, rising in the Eastern conference to get a higher playoff seat or whatever. They, they've made some moves that are starting to pay off when you look at Kobe White's on a great contract. Io's on a great contract. Julian Phillips has looked promising. He looks better than Dalen Terry. That's for sure. So uh, that's something. Uh, Batim, who we're going to call Obi, we were <laughs> just talking about it before we started recording. Uh, since we're not sure of the official pronunciation even though uh last night uh stacy and uh adam were saying uh but team so we'll, we'll say obi but he had a great game last night you feel great for him because i mean he got you know he got the little celebration in the locker room and things like that so uh some of those moves are really starting to look solid for the team at least going forward at least right so those have played a pivotal part all season and uh obi is now on a his two-way contract was converted to a an actual uh, roster spot now. So uh, what are your thoughts on just how these types of moves have been pivotal now for the Bulls all season and, frankly, have saved their ass, if we want to be honest? Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you talked about – we've talked about Kobe a lot. Mm. Uh, you know, there's not much else to be said about him. His, his development and jump he's taken – and yeah, that deal is just going to be a steal for the next two years. Um, Io, I know a lot of people were angry about the Io deal. It's interesting in the offseason. There was a lot, I don't know if it was a lot of people, but you saw the noise when the extension happened. And people were like, why did he just give him a three year, 21 million deal? Why? Which was why? crazy because $7 million is not much in yeah, the NBA no, today. I think people it are it, like, look at, look at cap percentage. These are not. This is not a huge deals. Seven million? I don't think I don't think seven million has ever been a lot in the NBA 100%. in a long time. <laughs> yeah, it's like five percent of the cap, and yeah. he's he looks like he's developed into a solid, like you know, he's a good point of attack defender, like an on ball point of attack defender, mm-hmm. uh, and he is becoming a reliable shooter out there. Like I think he was like so I had I had posted since January, he's averaged like fourteen points a game, three rebounds, three assists, mm-hmm. and like he's shooting forty nine percent from three, on like four a game attempts a game, and then he's also has true shooting percent is sixty five percent. Yeah, like he he just played really good basketball. Um, you know he's he's looking like he's he he can be a really solid reliable rotation player moving forward, like a really good role player. 
You think he's uh, a? Do you think he's good. a starter, like, like a, a starting guard with Kobe? Depends. Like you could you could see him starting maybe on some teams, like depending on who, like how the how the positions you know weigh out and the, the talent weighs out, maybe. Mm-hmm. But like I just think like like pretty much every team would love to have like a, any competitive team would love to have a, a guy like him, reliable guy like him, uh, even like even just to come off the bench to give them a good 20 minutes, 25 minutes that, you know, productive 20, 25 minutes that they know they can get that from Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, he, that's, he just become that type of player. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we talk about Obi. It's interesting. Like we'll see uh, what happens with him going forward. And we'll see if this was just kind of like a one-off game or this is something we can expect consistently from. But like, I think when we had talked about, uh, when we drafted him, I think there was some of his skills look transferable, like the stuff that he does as a shooter, um, mm-hmm. the way he can attack closeouts, uh, a little bit of ball handler. Uh, like you saw a little bit of that in this game, and he's he he doesn't give up on the boards. He hustles out there. Um, we were I surprised. That, we he, were surprised when he when we so we, when we signed him because he was an undrafted. We brought him in on a two-way deal. So when we when we were watching the highlights, we were surprised because we thought he looked yeah. very like solid. We were like, how is this guy a, a two-way player? Like, yeah, we should... thought like, okay, like he would got a minimum deal. And yeah. Yeah, like I said, you know, defensively he looks like he has uh fundamentals, sound mm-hmm. fundamentals. He may not be like a guy that can defend one on one, but like on, on a team, on an understanding of how to move on rotations, um, when to when to switch on um getting on to contesting shots you know when you like stuff like that he he seems to understand that and that's beneficial and again a guy that can you can rely on in the rotation mm-hmm. um i don't know like like you know we're talking about these guys justin phillips too none of these guys are stars but it doesn't hurt to have a bunch of guys you can rely on on cheap deals that can come in and play good winning basketball it doesn't. So when you do get, like, maybe the Bulls end up getting lucky and then one of these next two drafts and are end up, I mean, I know the next draft isn't supposed to be great, but 2025 is the big Cooper flag draft. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you get him, and then you can be cooking with Greece because then you have him, then you have Kobe who can maybe be that secondary guy. And then you can maybe try to add a little bit more other on in free agency. And right. then you kind of, you kind of maybe see something developing there, but I mean, obviously, I'm getting ahead of myself because that's 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 well, a pipe dream. But, I think you're. I mean, I think you're right. You're, you're right because Kobe is 23, Io is 24, uh, Obi is 24, Phillips is 20. Uh, Pat is still young as well. I mean, he's out for a season, but still young. Uh, you know, even Daylon Terry hasn't proven anything, but again, so young. There are, I, I think this situation that the Bulls in would be very troublesome, even more troublesome than it is currently, if we did not have younger players like this who are at least an option to get better in the long run or weren't producing now. So, the fact that we have this, this season, I think, is a good outcome because now there's something to project at least going forward. 
And I think that's why a lot of people at the trade deadline were saying, hey, let's trade these vets. Let's get picks. Let's let's keep this going. You know, so yeah, I think this is a pretty solid outcome overall. And the fact that Io has looked as solid as he can. Like, so for me, I, I don't know if it's a hot take, but I, I know one of, the, one of the last few episodes we were talking about how we don't want to put a, a ceiling on what Kobe White can become. Maybe he could become a Jalen Brunson. Maybe he could become a Tyrese Maxey. Maybe that's within his range of outcomes. Who knows? Nobody thought Jalen Brunson was going to become Jalen Brunson. Kobe could be that. Io, I'm not saying he's going to become Jalen Brunson, but I don't know what Io. Like, there could be another breakout beyond this for Io. He's still young. Solid player. I don't know if this is the backcourt of the future, but I like what he could potentially become going forward. No, right. I mean, for sure, it's it's something to to look at. And the other thing we're talking about, you, know, you mentioned trading the old guy. There's another game where you look like, man, you could have really traded AC for a good value. Yeah. And just given the minutes to the young guys. Mm. This like we're we're winning and losing with or without AC. Like we're 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 locked into the ninth seed. I don't I love Eric Alex Caruso. I think he he's definitely a guy that helps you play smart winning basketball, but at the same time, he's kind of being wasted because those type of players are more, especially at the veteran level, when you look at it, he's an older player, mm-hmm. he, he's more suited to be on a playoff, like a real playoff content or a contender. Yeah, You're kind of just on this team when you're, you don't have a real direction it just kind of seems like a waste to to not prioritize the future and right now with this team in and, some levels. And he misses games too. It just the reality. Curso, he does. He, he, misses he does. It's, it, yeah. Unfortunately, the way he plays, you know, it's it just kind of becomes a situation like you hope that he doesn't have a serious injury at some point. Just right, just for himself. Like it would suck to see AC a guy who plays with so much heart. Um, have some kind of injury that would take him out because uh, it's happened already with the Bulls even like he had that you know the dirty the hit by Grayson Allen and he broke his wrist and he missed like half the season because of that yeah. so yeah it's yeah. just games like that not to like get back on the rant about training players and training veterans but it's just games like this where you see like yeah man we could have traded Caruso um, yeah. and, and you know we could have gotten a good value for him and Still had the same level of expectations and <laughs> same maybe, level even better, maybe even better ex- expectations moving forward, depending on the young players and picks that we could gone back before him. Yeah, I, uh, I think the key the is where a little bit, a little bit more, a little brighter compared to what the future like looks right now, because we still owe the spur that twenty twenty five pick, so we have to wonder. Will this team be copying up another first rounder? Like, what are they going to do? And that pick is protected. For the pick is like lottery protected, right? I believe um, it's top ten protected in twenty five, top eight in twenty six, top eight in twenty seven, mm. and then it turns into two seconds. Yeah, I, I don't. It's it's hard to tell what's going to happen with that one. I don't know. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's really tough to tell what's going to happen with that one. But I think. 
like you said, I, I think when you when you look at the Eastern Conference standings, we're locked into nine. We're five back from Orlando, two ahead of Atlanta. And then when you look at nine in comparison to 11, we're about five and a half above Brooklyn. So it would take a complete meltdown to miss the play in at this point. And they could have done this and move they could have moved Drummond, they could have moved Caruso and still done the same thing, honestly. It, yeah. it not no hindsight involved because we all said we all said this uh on the on the trade day, uh, deadline show with Big Dave and uh Cedar. We all said this and I, I think AK may be the only one who was surprised, but I, I don't know. So it, it's just it, it's just an overall bittersweet season, I think, because this like you said, we we we're seeing growth from young players, and they are a part of winning games. But this team is not going anywhere. They don't have any options to do anything. They're just kind of there, and they didn't support this team at the trade deadline. Frankly, they they've gotten really lucky in some aspects. That Kobe has broken out in the way that he has, and that Io has broken out in the way that he has. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Right. I mean, like I said, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. They do have the twenty twenty four pick, so yeah. I mean, this draft isn't anything to get excited about. That's that's generally the consensus. So we'll uh, we'll see we'll see what happens uh, with with uh, the rest of these games. It's not a lot of games left. I mean, and they're they're going to be trying to win. Now, on an essentially low margin for error because of how shorthanded they are. This next stretch uh, is brutal, is. man. Next stretch is, this next stretch is brutal. Uh, it is. Milwaukee, Sacramento, Utah, Golden State, Clippers, Dallas, Pacers, Clippers again. <laughs> it's a, it's right, a, it's right. a stretch, man. That's a, what's that? Uh, it's about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight game stretch right there. And. Right. So yeah. it's it's gonna. I mean, I don't. I don't think we're gonna learn anything new. No, but yeah, we we know what this team is. We know who this team is, and they've proven that to us over and over again. And we won't be surprised by any outcome going forward. So it, you know, they they may lose to they may lose to Washington in March, and then they may beat the Celtics in the game before that. It would not surprise me, and I would not have any animosity towards them for the result it's just what the team is that they are squarely mediocre and they who knows what comes out of the play and they may end up getting one of those spots i, I don't know i, I mean it, it all depends on who they end up playing because so yeah. right now you're end up playing the hawks um which you can win i think if you're at home you can beat that team yeah and then you would end up playing one of either the magic or the pacers and I don't know. I don't know if the Bulls can beat one of those teams on the road. Um, they can, but also the you know the Magic. They always seem to struggle against their yeah trouble against the Magic. But that's a, also uh, a young team though in the playoffs. So yeah, you and, they, and again, you know, with their with their versatility that they have with uh, with their size, um, mm-hmm. being without Pat, and we'll talk about Pat here in a second, but um. Their, their versatility, the magic provide 
they, we saw why it was tough for the Bulls uh, when we faced them not long ago. You can't – I know they a lot of people say just play uh, Rooch and Drummond together, but it, it's just too much of a mismatch for either of those guys to have to defend Franz or Paolo, you know, so. Yeah, I, that's not a play. Drummond and Vooch together is not a playoff lineup. It, or do, it's not a playoff combination. It, that absolutely won't work. No. So I guess we'll see what happens. Maybe Bidham can come in and do some small ball four. If, he, if he's this guy. OB. <laughs> if he can OB, pull like a if OB. he can pull like a notch in the playoffs, man. <laughs> yeah, the, the crowd chanting OB, OB. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. We'll see for sure. But yeah, let, let's get into this Pat. I know the Pat stuff is kind of old news now, but mm. it's just bizarre once again. We have this situation where a player has an injury that is announced as a very light injury. Originally said Pat has foot soreness, and then it turns into, well, Pat needs to be reevaluated for two weeks, and then uh, two weeks pass, and it's like, hey, Pat's leg has to be cut off. <laughs> uh, wait, wait! Don't forget, there were there were there were like stories that he was trying, like he was getting ready to come back, like he was right. So, and then they're like, nah, nah, it's easy surgery. Yeah, um, yeah, it's just one. Uh, uh, I think you had a good tweet on that too. Uh, yeah. a, a repeat of what happens with with the Bulls. It's like step one, you know, very vague. You know, communication on injury. Step two, uh, vague injury turns into serious injury. And step three, out for the season. And then step, repeat, step four, look at step one or something like that. We've been down this road with, uh, I feel like we've been down this road with Rose. We've been on this road with Luol. We've been down this road with Lonzo. (laughs) We've been, I'm probably missing some others. It's just, I think I think we probably even called it, it when happened, it happened. Well, it's happened two times this season because yeah. I mean, obviously the Zach stuff is a little, you know, who knows with Zach just because maybe he did choose to get surgery now when he could have waited, but I don't surgery is not something you mess around with. Mm. So I, I don't really believe those conspiracy theories. Um, but yeah, the same situation. Like you know, you talk about oh, Zach's making his way back. Nope, he's not in surgery. He's gone. <laughs> and he's gone <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly so and again this, and it's frustrating for Pat as far as because you, you saw him making strides uh, as far as being a good role player mm. and, and fitting into you know within the team and doing the things that we need to see from him and for for this team to be successful mm. and and then and that injury happened and he started playing bad because people just, just kind of Rode in on him again, but ignore the fact that he was starting to get hurt. And then obviously the serious injury happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always also forgot that he was put in a boot um, after just having supposedly foot soreness. Um, yeah. So, it's all yeah. Over. So, it's I mean, all like over I said, you know, it's, <laughs> it'll be yeah. interesting to see what happens with, with Pat going into the offseason because obviously his restricted free agency, like, you know, I'm still semi worried about the Pistons because they they're like a team that just wants to add talent, so they may just take the risk on offering them a big deal. But I'm kind of hoping that that maybe you can kind of get them on a Kobe like or even like what uh, 
Denny Advia got like a mm-hmm. four year, $55 million dollar deal because of this. I mean, so I think it's, it's more likely. likely. That, I think it's more likely that that actually, I think it's more likely that a Kobe scenario happens. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's also the likelihood he just plays on the qualifying offer too, just because that too. Yeah. Just because like the demand of, if he has a good year next year, the demand of players like him is tends to be a little higher. What's than, his uh? What's his qualifying offer well worth next year? Is that? Um, that is a good question. Let's take a look here. Back okay, so his, okay, no, that's his. Um, I feel like I used to know this number, but um, how to do this? But I, usually it's not. It's not on his. Um, I don't see it on his sport rack page, but. No, it's not. Those, I don't I think is it uh is, is it uh it's like nine a certain, million? Nine point eight million? I sure. mean the cap hold is, is is bigger, but I think it's the qualifying offer is nine point eight million. Oh no, no, that's this year. Sorry, my bad. So usually isn't it like a hundred and something? It's like a certain percentage of the fourth year, I believe, but I I can't remember. I'm I'm sure some cap gurus are listening to this and they know yeah. the number, but um yeah, depending sure on what that, like Doug Honus would know. Yeah, yeah. So depending on what that number is, I think you're right, and that could be the most likely scenario because it could be a one year deal on a decent salary. Um, I think I don't think that a, a team is going to make a big offer to him. And while and while I while I do think that Pat can still be a solid role player, and I have not given up on that scenario. I do think that if a team was looking that if a team has a lot of money, say the Pistons or the Hornets or whoever, and they're looking for upside and potentially just overpaying a player. I I just don't see why they would look at Pat as that guy, because there are just too many. There's too much risk that comes with that on paper. Now, granted, I'm not saying that he can't be solid, but if you're if you're just being objective and saying, okay. You know, he he missed a lot of games his second year, missed a lot of games his fourth year. Um, He hasn't really like, you know, he hasn't really played at a very, very high level, still really young. But depending on what that is, if you're giving him, what, 20 something million a year, I don't know if a team is going to do that, especially coming off this injury. I think it's I think it's more likely that he takes the qualifying offer or he takes a deal similar to Kobe White where it's a short-term deal where you can hit free agency in a few years after you prove something. Um, and that could be another opportunity for the Bulls to win on the margins. But I think, right. unfortunately, Actually, I think his chances of getting like a, a big bag from a team went out the door with this injury. Yeah, I, I, and a big bag I also mean by like maybe a team like the Pistons, instead of the really big contract, they offer him like, they still offer him like that 20 million per year. Yeah, so that worries me still, just because like the Pistons, like I said, they have the cap space and they they still need a four that can kind of defend and shoot the three. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see, but yeah, look, look, so I did find his qualifying offer is twelve point nine million. Um, that's a reasonable that's amount little, to take for one yeah, that's, year. I mean, that's the, that's essentially the mid level exception for a year, and then he could, yeah, he could then go into unrestricted free agency, but. But the Bulls have also been really, like, for the guys that they want to keep, like, for sure keep, that say, yeah, you're our guy. They've been, 
quickly getting ahead of like the other teams before the free agency happens and, and kind of getting an extension done. Like Kobe White, mm-hmm. a quick extension was done. They didn't let Kobe get on and talk to other teams yep. um, that we know of at least. I also, uh, took, a, I also took a little bit, though. I also took like a little yeah, bit. I took a little bit, but there's yeah. always – I mean, I think there were – they weren't – I'm not. I, I wouldn't. I, I don't want to say they didn't want to keep Io, but they were. They weren't urgent to keep him. They weren't in an urgent place mm-hmm. to keep him. Um, Vooch obviously got done really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'll be. I mean, it seems like Pat is like AK and AK's guy. So like they they seem to be in a in a situation where you know they're his first draft pick. So maybe they'd want to get something done and they maybe they offer him like a four year, like fifty million dollar deal or something like that and try to wrap him up, which like I said, you know even that is pretty that's solid for, value. That's four years I mean, that's the mid level. Yeah. Fifty, fifty five million or something like that. That's not I mean, it's not bad. I mean it's uh yeah, it's, it's a solid. it's a, like I said, that's essentially around the mid level and he would be um if if he becomes even more of that solid two-way big wing. Hmm. That's a good value deal moving forward. So, yeah, yeah I, I, we'll see what happens with, with old Pat. My, He's still my guy. I still <laughs> yeah, I think he's, I'm not out on him. Like, I think we've seen good signs the last two years of – so, again, we, we all – I think we always have – you know, we joke about, like, Project Pat and, you know, whatever, whatever. I think we still have very nuanced view of Pat in that, yeah, he, he's probably not going to be a guy that is going to be worth the number four pick in a draft traditionally, but he can still be a solid role guy. And I think he we think he showed those signs of being a solid role guy the last couple of years. And with that three point shot still looking pretty solid. I mean, he shot 40 percent this year, 41 percent last year. He's a 41 percent three-point shooter with good defense and size and athleticism, that's going to be valuable on any team in this league, and he can guard multiple positions. So it's not something you can let out the door very easily. So it, hopefully they can get him on a solid solid salary going forward. Um, but, yeah, like his chances of getting something really, really lucrative are probably, probably out the door at this point, unfortunately, because of this injury and – just a lot of unknowns really about, you know, projecting that, I guess. But, yeah, I think you're right that the Bulls may – it's even a qualifying offer or I think it's a deal like that, like you said, a four-year, 50-something million dollar deal or a three-year deal or a two-year deal, something like that, I think. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how that turns out. Any any final thoughts here? Man, I <laughs> – the, the the quest to 500 is still active <laughs> and that's all, that's all they, i got they get i mean close and then they, they pull away you know it's they get very they're, very they're close probably around that three games under 500 for a bit so 38 and 42 39 and 43 those yeah. are those are looking very likely as uh and i think that was i, I can't remember what the over under is but I, i'm pretty sure everyone predicted some sort of mediocre record like that and it's yeah, I, I think I had spotty. them winning like forty games or something like that. Yeah, like I, yeah, I think I said forty and forty-two. Good closer <laughs> possible with, with the way the season started. Um, yeah, yeah. So I'm, they probably so they probably won't hit forty wins, uh, but you never know. Yeah, 
So I, I would say, I mean, look, I think great to see them pull that win out against Cleveland yesterday. Cleveland has been a pain in our ass for a little while, especially with Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, they were 0-7 before last night with Donovan since yeah. they traded for Donovan with Mitchell. Yeah, so getting that in OT was great. Um, the Pistons loss, ooh, but I'm glad that Pistons loss was at least on the front end of a back-to-back. If that loss had to linger, oh my gosh. Uh, so not preferable to see a loss like that, but at least it didn't have time to uh, really sink in that that game was uh, what it was, but Overall, yeah, I think it's at least between Kobe and Io and OB and seeing Phillips get more PT, there are things now that we can watch for and really get excited about. So uh, I'm thankful for that, at least with this team, and we can we can root for that. So that's what I got. What about you? Well, so yeah, for sure. My, my cat has jumped on my lap. Uh, <laughs> Your cat is a fan of competitive well. basketball, I see. <laughs> yes. Last night, yeah. she was hyped for that double OT. <laughs> she got into it, man. She was she was hyped, Neil Funk. Like I said, that, well, yeah, you said, you said it. You know, it was a fun win last night. We'll see how, how they finish this tough schedule out. Um, and hopefully, I mean, hopefully they can win. You know, I I I prefer if this this young this team that's battling through all these adversaries to keep winning. That'd be nice. Like I'm not I'm not gonna be rooting against them to lose games. I just yeah. In regardless of how I feel about this front office, it's it's I'm not I'm not gonna like I'm not gonna clown on the players at all for for fighting out there. Um, right. And I'm. And like again, I wanna I wanna give credit to Billy too because you know as much as as much as people want to clown on Billy, and he has his faults, no doubt. Like some, sometimes the decision making on rotations and who he plays. But listen, man, this team fights for him still. So yeah, they obviously have respect for him as a coach. They're not. They haven't. They haven't quit on him. Billy's that, always been a solid coach, and yeah. he, he's not. He's not a top ten coach. He's not a not that guy, but he he's a good basketball coach. He is a competent coach, and he has gotten. If you look at his teams uh, in the NBA, he, you'd be hard pressed to look at a team that he's coached and be like, "Man, he didn't get what he should have out of that roster." It's always right. been about what you would expect, and maybe a little more in some cases when you think about that OKC team. So, um, you know, on the, on that topic. Uh, Ricky O'Donnell tweeted this uh, earlier today, or maybe it was yesterday, but uh, the Bulls are 23 and 17 since the 5 and 14 start. And that's a 47 win pace. DeMar and Kobe are 1 and 2 in the league in total minutes and played a combined 99 minutes last night. It's kind of remarkable resilience by this roster if you pretend the front office and ownership don't exist. Right. <laughs> I think that's an right. accurate, accurate. Uh, summary of what this team is right now if you can pretend that or, or you can forget that the front office does absolutely nothing to support this team if you can forget that ownership continues to be very miserable <laughs> and bottom tier then this team has played respectable basketball at the very least for most of a season now for the last 40 games that's you know that hey i'll take that i guess so 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, so like you, uh, hopefully this team can finish strong. And if this ends with them winning out in the play-in tournament and getting a playoff matchup with whoever, I'll take it. I'm I'm never going to complain about playoff basketball. There's no there's no guy that we need to root to for them to draft right now. So yeah, right. We'll, I'll we'll, take the buck kicking by the Celtics. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take four a four game <laughs> sweep against the Celtics right now. Hey, it's something to watch and you never know what type of moments you'll get as, as big Dave likes to say, you never know. So yeah. I mean, listen, <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me. I mean, you know, I, I'll say this, you know, it'll be fun to see if Kobe can play well in the playoffs, you know, the big right. stage. Yeah. That'd be kind of cool to see. If he has like a game, if he has some good games um, and, and gains that experience, it's not a it's not a bad thing. And that's you promotion. Know, like, that's promotion right there to the rest of the league. If they see, oh man, look at these young young bulls. Like, man, okay, I could be a part of something like that. Um, you know, ignoring ownership <laughs> in, in the front office. But yeah, I'd like to be a part of that. So, you yeah, know. <laughs> maybe. You know, you never know. Like, yeah. like I said, like, We'll see how it comes about. Like the schedule is gonna is gonna be a grind for them. Yeah. Um. They're they're gonna have to. Hopefully, we see. Well, I mean, we are gonna see the young guys get minutes, a bunch of minutes here. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I'm I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, we have something to root for, and uh, hopefully, the young young players continue to kill it. But. Uh, that concludes today's Bulls Gold. As always, you can catch our past shows wherever you get your podcast, and you can always catch us right here on the Barroom Network. For Salim Sudawala, I'm Edward Schuler. This has been Bulls Gold, and we will catch you next time, Bulls fans. Peace.